What's up, everybody? Welcome to GSR Gonzo Sports Room. Uh, Wednesday, uh, July 20th. Man, man, it's been, today's been a long day. But, we got another big guest tonight. Jonathan Mathis is back with us. How you doing, Jonathan? What up, man? What up? It's, hey, you know what? It's always, like I always say, it's always a pleasure to be on this show. I'm always fired up before this show. Um, you know, I was just walking around the room. You know, so so fired up for this show because I know it's going to be another great show as always with you, Chris. How are you doing tonight, man? Doing good. I can't wait till tomorrow. I'm not going to lie. I'm ready for baseball to be back. I'm yes, just, I'm yes. just at the last cup. Well, t today because you did have the All Star game last night, but right, the All Star game still is it's just not the same as the regular season. No, but, it's not because it's an exhibition game. You know, but hey, but, you know what? I turned this night into a movie night. I took the opportunity to to make this all about movies while I can, because I know once sports comes back, that's going to captivate my attention and it's going to take my time away from watching movies. So yeah. I, I took advantage of tonight being, being that this is a, that this is a slow night in sports, that there's really nothing going on that I would, you know, watch some movies and that's what I've been doing and, and enjoying a cooler, California day because it's been miserable here. It's been so hot. And today is a little cooler, although we have a little bit of humidity. So it's, it's supposed to get hotter here, uh, especially this weekend. And we're doing an outdoor show on Saturday. Oh, uh, that's nice. We're streaming a, a live pro wrestling event at a fair. And I guess it's supposed to be 96 degrees here on Saturday. <laughs> it's like, oh. Ooh, and I know for you guys, that must be unpleasant at times because the heat is dry right being in minneapolis or well, i'm in uh indiana we it's a uh, actually pretty it gets real humid yeah yeah right it's sticky and muggy yeah. and all that yeah. yeah 
Oh yeah, I, I know that feeling. I've been to Texas, so I I, I can relate. Uh, in, in some way, you know, I'm a California dude. Out here, we're kind of spoiled. You know, we we don't get that miserable type dry heat all the time because we live near the beach cities. So we we feel some type of breeze, but it's still even then it's still kind of hot. You know. What's up, Dustin? That's why you have high school baseball. Well, I, I, I wish high school high school baseball was playing like playing <laughs> around here, but here in the end, high school baseball is already uh, over for the season. They're getting they're getting ramped up for football. Well, you know, Dustin's a, a big time sports fan because he likes everything. He oh. watches everything. So I guess no night is ever an off night for him. I watch about everything. I don't watch. I don't watch a lot of soccer. Yeah, I don't Other than that, like I watch that. about most of everything else, but I don't watch. I haven't watched much soccer, and I don't understand the intricacies of the game. That's what the problem. Been... I, I watch it, and I don't understand fully fully right. what's going on. So I think it makes it a little harder for me. But I've just never got into watching it on TV. Now I think going maybe going to like a live match. I think that'd be awesome because the crowds be cool. atmosphere seems awesome. That'd be cool. It'd be like going to a hockey game. You yeah, know? but watching it on TV is just it's I don't know. It just you right. know, it don't get it don't catch catch on with me like other right. sports does. Oh right. Once uh, you get into once you get into the setting and you're with all the fans, you know, it, it it brings on a different vibe, you know, and and you probably would enjoy it more actually being in the stands with the people, you know. That'd be pretty cool. I would like to experience a soccer game, and we got two MLS teams out here. We got the Galaxy. And you know we got uh, that new team. Yeah, uh, we have a team in Indianapolis. I need to go. To, I need to go to a live soccer. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. You you'll probably enjoy it. And then, you know the wild fans <laughs> going nuts. Live. Dustin says live soccer matches are nuts. I'm dead serious. The best sports environment you can have. Yeah, I especially believe for it. World Cup games. I'll bet you World Cup games are crazy. I believe it. Well, soccer is one of the most popular sports played throughout the world, yeah. right? It's a global sport. So, I mean, every single country plays soccer. You know, not every country plays American football. We're the only we're the only place that play American football. But you go everywhere around the world, and soccer is played everywhere. It, it's it's greatly influenced. You know. Um, by those who who participate in soccer and everyone throughout the world plays the game of soccer. So there's some type of connection uh you know for people uh when it comes to soccer. Yeah. And also uh what did you think about the All-Star game All-Star game last night? You know uh, what? You know what? I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I was, you know, uh uh you know, enjoying my sunflower seeds, you know, um, and I'm not really the guy who likes sunflower seeds, but it was a tradition because my dad would, you know, have a bag of sunflower seeds and he would have his Miller Lite and he would watch the All-Star game. So I was, you know, carrying on that tradition last night and it was it was a great game, you know. Now it's an exhibition game. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't count. But there was plenty of excitement. And for one, the game was played in Los Angeles. You know, it was played on the biggest stage, you know, in Hollywood. 
and and it was beautiful uh, that our city was able to experience this. That for the first time in 42 years, we hosted this great event. You know, the Midsummer Classic. So it may never come back uh, in my lifetime. You know, uh, this for a lot of people, this was a once in a lifetime opportunity. A lot of people paid for tickets to attend the game to be there. And it, it wasn't a disappointment at all. They they got to see a very good game. Uh, the final score was three to two. You know, uh, uh, John Carlos Stanton put on a show. He hit a home run that uh, put the American League on the scoreboard. It, it tied the game uh, two two apiece. And then you follow that up with Byron Buxton, a guy who's been uh, hampered by injuries throughout his career, was was finally in the All Star game. He appeared in the All Star game and and has the biggest hit in the All Star game, in my opinion. In my opinion, you could have split the MVP. Well, I was gonna say, I thought Buxton might get the MVP just because his was the go ahead home run. Right, right. But you gotta, you gotta, you gotta keep this in mind too. Stanton is a Yankee. Yep. You know, he's a more popular player. People know who he is. You know, a lot of people don't know much about Buxton because Buxton plays for a, a team in a smaller market. He hasn't been able to stay healthy. Uh, but it, for those who don't know, uh, this is a guy who's a great defensive outfielder. This is a guy who's extremely athletic. Uh, we, we've seen that. It's been on display when he is healthy. And to me, he's one of the best center fielders out there. Um, you know, it's just that, again, this guy's uh, seasons have been derailed by injury. And, you know, he he put on the show last night as well. He had had um, the go-ahead home run uh, that ended up resulting in, in a win for the American League, you know. So, uh, in all honesty, this could have gone either way, right? Buxton could have won it. Uh, we all saw Stanton won it, but you you know you could have split this trophy in half. They could have been co MVPs, you well, know, because both of both of their home runs were, were that important. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, with the the way the game started, it looked like the National League there might be National League's night to uh, finally win an All Star game uh, for a while because uh, they jumped out, got them first, got two runs in that first inning. I was like, yeah, they jumped out. Then right. after that. They just, the American League uh, pitchers just shut them down. They went um, – they retired 20 straight batters. Yeah. American League pitchers did. Did at one point in that game. And, uh, and I just felt this was like an old-school type all-star game because pitching dominated. You know, yeah, I love the uniforms, dominated. too. The uniforms, oh, I thought were all, I thought they were, were awesome. They, they I, were, I, they had were that kind of old-school feel to them. Uh, then you had the uh, – they were drip. They were drip. I think what's awesome as well was miking up the players, like getting to listen to uh, yes. uh, Severino, uh, Severino, I think it was, that was on the pitching mound. Yeah. And they had him mic'd up, and he was talking. He was talking, basically telling the doubters what pitch he was throwing and stuff. Dude, I, th I thought it was awesome. And he was congratulating everyone that would come to the to the to home plate to bat. Yeah, that was a cool experience. I think that's a great feature that they added to the All-Star game. Um, it not only gives us an, ins an inside on what pitch is coming, but we also get to see these guys' personalities. Yeah. We get to see the human side of the player. So that's what's so great about that. 
I, I really, you know, that really kept me engaged in the game. Uh, I, I think for the casual fan, that educated them more about the player and who and and uh, more about the game. Because if you don't know too much about a pitcher and and, and what pitcher what pitches they are throwing, you did yesterday. You know, you learned more about the pitcher. You learned more about his arsenal. Uh, what pitch? What pitches he like to use in the strike zone? How he pounds the strike zone, and I was enjoying a conversation with Nestor Cortez, um, and and in the conversation with Alec uh, Manoa, uh, you know, yeah. it, it was it was just a it was just great to listen to those guys uh, have a conversation. We we heard the whole conversation. That was so cool. And I think they should do that more, not just in All Star games, but in regular games I was too. Gonna say, I, I think they should do it in regular right. season. Even My even if you player. don't do the pitchers, even if you don't right. do a pitcher, do do a, a first baseman or or an outfielder or somebody like that. Because that's a that's a good strategy uh, to use to brand to brand your league. You know, that's a great way to market your players, which uh, baseball does a terrible job of. Right, and that's a creative way because what other league mics up their players during a game? I mean, we hear in the we hear in the NBA, or and we see NBA players mic'd up, but they're mic'd up not during the game. They're mic'd up in between commercial breaks, or you know during during halftime. You hear the mic. You hear them talking through the mic and communicating with teammates or the referees or what or whatever. Uh, but baseball can try something different. They can mic them up during the game, and we can listen to them talk while they're on the mound. Yeah, like I said, even if they won't, even if they won't do it to the uh, pitchers, do it to the other position players. Like earlier in the year, they done it for a game. I forget what game it was, and they had Joey Votto uh, mic'd up for a while. Dude, he was hilarious. And I think that, like you said, gives you a ch- gives fans a chance to kind of see the per- more of the personal side right. of some of the players, some of their personalities. Right. Uh, I think it'd be a good thing, uh, Dustin. I I I don't live in Indianapolis, but it still ain't no excuse. I only live like thirty minutes from Indianapolis, or 30, 40, but Well, about forty five minutes. I just I haven't made it to an Indy eleven game yet. I, re- I want to get down there to one. Uh, I do go to watch the Indianapolis Indians a lot. The Fort. Fort Wayne 10 caps, some of the minor league baseball around here. Cause see here in Indiana, we don't have a major league baseball team, but there's quite a, right. there's quite a few minor league uh, teams around. We got a triple A team there in Indianapolis. We got a one, a team in Fort Wayne. That's not, that's within like an hour, hour and 15 minutes. So I can go watch a lot of minor league baseball and I can watch college baseball with ball state being right here. And ball state has pretty good uh, baseball program, especially for a, a, like a Mac school. That's cool. That's really cool. And do they don't? And this is what's crazy about Ball State. You can get into the baseball games for, for free. They don't even charge you to charge you to go to the games to watch. Oh, what? That's the kind of game I'm looking for. F- free admission, nice. Yeah, Damien, I, I agree that it would, it would help the WNBA to do that. Uh, to do that yeah. as well to mic up their uh, mic up some of their players. It's another more. great way to market your league. You and know? WNBA. I don't know. They, they don't market it enough for one, but they also, I think if they made some changes to the schedule, I think they need to play a few more games. Mm-hmm. And 
Oh no, there's just some something. To me, to me, women's basketball is entertaining. Oh, I like watching it. I watched NBA quite a bit. Started watching yeah. it quite a bit this year. I, that's why I think they're they only play like 35 games or something. I think it's, you get up that to like basketball. It's just a little bit playing basketball. That's yeah, all. They just don't market it as well. And just right. like just like the women's college basketball, the stupidest thing you can do is have it the same time as the men, and they have it the same time as the men every year. Right. Yeah. Why? Is what, why, why not do it the next week later? And then the women, all the focus will be on the women's tournament. Your ratings are going to go up. Right. They're you know starting. I mean? And they're that tournament, that tournament will start growing. Right. Yeah, that's true. It starts growing. Uh, they'll start a week earlier or a week later. It might be, a, I think, a week earlier. A week earlier. Yeah. I think, I think so. so too. But yeah, but, what, but you know, I mean, they shouldn't run them during the same time no. like that because that's not going to help because most people are going to tune into the man's tournament. Oh yeah, Victory Field is a uh, is a real nice minor league diamond. Mean, I love going. We love going there, man. You can pay fifteen bucks and sit right behind, basically right behind home plate, and and, and watch some good baseball. I mean, Triple A, it's it's good ball. Yeah, that's cheaper. They're a minor than, league team for the uh, games. That's cheaper than Dodger tickets. Oh yeah, they're a, they're a minor league team for the uh, Pirates. Oh okay. So, okay, that's cool. Yeah, we yeah, got we I, got, we got to see some of the uh, Pirates players like that Hayes and some of them guys. We got mm-hmm. to see them play in the minor leagues. Me and Dad because we go to Indian Indian watch them. That's so cool. Yeah, I've never honestly, I've never seen a minor league baseball game. I gotta get to one when I can. That'd be cool. I could mark that off my list. Check. 70 baseball 75 baseball stadiums and counting. That's what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get to many of the major league stadiums I can go yeah, to. Yeah, that that's that's on my bucket list as well. I would like to travel more. Go to more sporting events, see more games. You know, at different yeah. venues throughout the majors. But no, all in all, I thought the All Star Game this year with the home run derby and then the game last night, I thought I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I think baseball has about the best All Star Game out of any of the sports. Uh, even though you know it's not, I mean, it's not the most competitive, but they still compete. Uh, yeah, they compete better. They were competing last night. You know what I mean? It was a close game. It was a good game well, to watch. Yeah, it is the best all-star game in all sports, I think. Um, still, a lot of people are going to tell you that the NBA all-star weekend is more exciting than MLB. Only because this younger generation uh, finds baseball to be very slow. Um, yeah. And it's it's just not compelling to them it, it doesn't it doesn't catch their attention you know it's something that doesn't really interest them so they're gonna tell you it's the nba uh all-star weekend which is another exciting event as well because then that saturday night the saturday night events are always cool well you know? the nba has to do something about the dunk contest dunk, con- the yeah, dunk contest, dunk contest became, has- it became a joke yeah it's an absolute joke now um, uh, all of those dunks now are just, uh, what's the word for it? Cheesy, corny. Um, it's, it's something the problem is before, 
none know, of the big stars do it anymore. Before, what is that? No, the problem is none of the big stars compete in it anymore. That, yeah, and you got all these role players, and you got sometimes you got people competing in that event that you never really heard of, you know? Like, okay, who's this participant? Uh, who's this guy competing in a dunk contest? Who is he? I never heard of him, you know? So, yeah, it, that's that's one reason why it's not as, you know, uh, fun as it used to be. And then another reason, everyone's doing the same damn dunk. You know, no one's as creative as they used to be. You know, you got to kind of reinvent things. You know, that's the whole uh, point of view participating in the dunk contest. You you got to be a creator. You got to come up with something that no one else has done before. You know, you got to, you know, uh, invent some new tricks and, and do some incredible things in the air. And that's what we don't get in the dunk contest anymore. Yeah, and I do like that they've changed the all-star game format some. That's helped the all-star game be better, especially in the fourth quarter. They're competing more. Yeah. Uh, football, they might as well just do away with the Pro Bowl now. It's not. Oh, the Pro Bowl is worse than the NBA uh, The NBA events. Uh, the Pro Bowl needs to be put out of its misery. Uh, last time I watched the game, I fell asleep. I, I literally fell asleep. Um yeah, my body was tired that day. I was uh, completely exhausted, but still, the g- watching that game made it a lot worse. And, and, and see, I, you know, I fell asleep. And see, I think your point about baseball, about some this generation thinks it's slow. I, there is something to that, but the, also the other problem is young people watch baseball, but they watch they watch it. They go to the games live. They don't, they're not going to sit down and watch it on TV because on TV right. it is too slow. But if you go to like the major league game, you see a lot. You see a lot of the younger generation there live, but you're not getting that younger generation to sit down for sit down in one spot at, at home and watch it. Right, you know, three and a half, four hours. And when you're there, doesn't it feel like the games go by a lot quicker? Yeah, you know. As opposed to watching it on TV, TV, it feels like, oh, my God, it feels like it's such a long night. But then when you're actually at Dodger Stadium, for example, oh yeah, uh, you know, the innings go by so quick. And then before you know it, you're ready to go home. The game is over. And I think that I think it feels like that because when you're there, to, even between innings, there's always something going on. Yes. Where when you're sitting at home, you're in between innings, you're like, oh, no. Another commercial. When do we get back to the game? Yeah, another college junior commercial advertising a new burger, or you know, an, an, uh, another Corona commercial, or another Arco commercial with the 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 Hawaiian bobblehead girl, uh, you know, moving to the side and everything. Yeah, I know. One more, my my <laughs> minor league trip next year. I might just have to do that, Dustin. Might have to do that. <laughs> Dustin says, do, just do away with all-star games and strictly do skill competitions and celebrity games. Yeah, uh, think- be careful of, 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 of having Bad Bunny as one of the participants in the celebrity game because if you have him playing in that game, uh, the chances are a girl might run uh, uh, might run in- onto the field. Like you saw. <laughs> Some yeah, some crazy girl who was madly obsessed with Bad Bunny literally 
jumped out of her seat and ran onto the field and got arrested at Dodger Stadium. Uh, I didn't see it, but I heard about it. I think it was. Uh, yeah. I think Frankie was talking about it. I think Frankie brought it up. But yeah, yeah I, I didn't see it, but I heard about it. Uh, I missed that celebrity uh, softball game this year. I usually watch some of it just because you get you could see some of the older players and stuff, and it's it's nice I to see. I it too. I didn't see it. I missed the ESPYS tonight too as well. I forgot that was even going on. I haven't watched the ESPYS in a while. <laughs> A lot of people say they don't anymore because they they say it's just like the Oscars and the Grammys. I think last time I watched it, I watched the beginning when uh, Peyton Manning was hosting it. Oh, yeah, that's been a while. Yeah, that's been a while. I think the last time I watched it, Lance Armstrong hosted it. (laughs) That's been even longer. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, How how much do you think the Yankees uh, screwed up not co- not getting to a contract uh, settled with the judge at, during the offseason like he was wanting? Because the way he's playing this year, they just cost themselves a bunch of money. You think so? I do. You don't think he, they cost yourself money? Because now he's going off. He's going to be asking for even more than what he was, especially if he ends up MVP yeah. this year. Yeah, you do got a good point there. Um they're gonna have to offer him a hefty a hefty penny for sure, uh, especially with the season that he's having. Uh, but you know, as we all know, Chris, the Yankees they don't mind spending, and they would do everything they can to their power to keep Aaron Judge in in pinstripes. No, I believe that, but I think they should if they were went ahead and got it done before this season, like they were right. They were trying when they were within talks. I think. Yeah. They- and save them some money in the long run because now right. it's going to cost them even more to sign them. Oh, yeah, it's going to cost them even more. But you think the Yankees are going to let him get away? Oh, you no, they, they're not. They're, they're going to offer him the highest paid contract in Major League Baseball. Especially if he stays healthy the second half of the season. Especially if he stays healthy. Uh, you know, but you're running a risk. Uh, even beyond this season, if you do pay him, uh, you know, uh, uh, millions and millions of dollars because he has had a history of injuries, you know, so that, that has to be a bit of a concern, but you're going to have to pay him because he's creating a market for himself. He has definitely been your key component on offense, and we talked about that. And he's a big bat in your lineup. Um, yeah. He's also a fan favorite in New York. He got his own section in right field, the judge's chamber. Uh, uh, so uh, that that tells you a lot about him as well, how much the fans really like him. And he has endeared himself to that city and to that fan base. And so the fans are going to want him to stay – the Yankees are going to do everything to make sure he stays. Um, a deal's going to get done. But, yes, they could have saved a lot of money had they got this deal done much sooner. Yeah. I agree. I just I was, I was surprised when they didn't get it done. And I think some of their hesitation, it was some of the injuries that judges right. had. Yeah. I think that was some of their hesitation. But they they took that chance to see if he was going to be healthy this year and so far he's proven that he can stay healthy 
and he's playing at a level that is going, like you say, he's going to get paid. He's going to get paid, and the Yankees are going to keep him there because he's, again, he's a vital piece to what to what the team is trying to accomplish, and that is win a World Series championship. Um, let's talk a little bit, a little college football here. Oh, uh, did you see uh, Kirby Smart's uh, comments about the uh, NIL? Did he say something as crazy as Nick Saban? No, no, no. No, he said that he, he he likes the NIL, but he says he thinks it's being being used wrong by schools using it as a, re, a recruiting tool. That, that that's not what it was meant to be. It's meant to for teams after they choose a school to be able to get money off their name and likeness, doing autographs and sponsors and stuff like that. He's just, just afraid that what he was saying is the way it's being used now as a recruiting tool. Are all these are all these College is going to be able to keep up to their the, the commitment that they make. Say they make a commitment to a player for four or five years on an NIL deal, and that player leaves or whatever. Are they or not leaves, but are they going to stay committed to that player for the whole time and fulfill their that that the money that they're supposed to get? He just says he don't know if it's sustainable that way. That he thinks there just needs to be some regulations where it's not used as a recruiting tool. To me. Most of that's just some of these big, bigger name coaches not liking that. It's going to even out the playing field some. Uh, I mean, I don't see these colleges get getting themselves in financial trouble because of all the boosters and stuff. The boosters are going to take care of most of that. So I, I, I understand what he's saying to a point, but also it's going to be it's going to be hard to regulate every <laughs> every nil nil deal in college. Well, you know, there's a lot of players using this money to uh, to to help with other things. You know, um, I heard there's one player using this money to help pay for his father's dialysis treatment. Yeah, um, I heard there's another player who's using this money to help, uh, you know, help his mom fight cancer. Uh, so, I mean, it, it's resources for people who really can't you know, uh, benefit financially. I think this is a good thing. Um, again, this is, this, this stuff has pros and cons to it. You know, um, there's always going to be a good and a bad to it. And then there, there's going to be players that take advantage of it. And there's going to be schools that as well take advantage of it because they know they can use it as a recruit, as a recruiting tool, you know, um, as a way to, 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 you know, help their team build a better program. Yeah, you know? What I think it's going to do, it's it's going to bring more parity to college to football, right? which right. is a good thing. Because more competitive balance, right? I think it's going to take four or five years before you see the change just because you got – it has to cycle like anything else. It takes, you know I mean, a couple of years before you're going to yep. see how it's going to go. But I think it's going uh, to really help college football because it's going it to give – there's going to be more teams that have a chance right. to compete and, than and what you did football, before. And I, agree with, and I agree with what Dustin's saying that yeah. uh, Smart's dead wrong because there's so much, man, there's so much money that's made by college football. It's right. crazy. Right. And college athletics is the driving force of a university. It, if you start getting more 
more closer games, not all the blow blowouts. It's just right. going more. It's going to draw more people to it. Right. It generate yeah, and and these co college athletics generates a lot of money for universities, especially and, college football. Right. Right. And that's what. And they should thank these student athletes because they are the ones bringing money to the institution. You know, so I'm with you, Chris. I think it's definitely going to help college football. Um, you know, I, I think there's a lot of positives to it. You know, um, I think a lot of kids can benefit from it, especially kids who come from poverty-stricken uh, backgrounds um, and, you know, and, you know, don't really have uh, a lot of finances or, or that financial stability. Uh, you know, this is a blessing to a lot of uh, families who really need uh, financial financial help, you know. So I, I like it. Uh, I think it, uh, it's great for college football. It's great for college athletics. Yes, I, no, I agree. Uh, do you think that Georgia can repeat as a national champions? They lost seven of their defensive starters to the NFL. Uh, they basically have their whole offense back. They have their quarterback back on the, that super senior season where you get an extra season because of the COVID stuff. Uh, so he came back to try to uh, repeat as national champion after last year. Uh, but man, losing seven starter, using seven starters on your uh, on your defense to the NFL. I know that they they with their recruiting, they're deep at a lot of positions. So you're going to get, they probably have a four or five star guy coming in at, at a lot of those positions, but you still don't know if them guys are going to be, because I think five of them went in the first round. So are, are you, you know what I mean? You don't know if you're going to have, if you're going to have five of them pan out to be first round NFL players. So I think their defense could take a little bit, maybe a little bit of a step back. So that's what worries. That would be what my worry would be about the Georgia team uh, trying to make it or trying to repeat this season. Yeah, well, you know, defense was their foundation, right? Um, uh, they relied heavily on their defense. The defense was their strength, right? Uh, that's how they were able to win a lot of football games. Uh, their offense did their thing, too. I don't want to take away anything from Bennett. I think he was an excellent quarterback. You know, people had their doubts about him, but then, uh, you know, he he came through for his team when they needed him the most particularly in the national championship game a year ago. Uh, but losing seven players, uh, that's that's a lot, you know. And, I mean, you know, when you lose that many players who had an impact, particularly on your defense, it's it's tough to repeat. It's tough to repeat with if those seven guys return. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and losing those seven guys make it twice as hard to repeat and you're playing in the powerhouse conference you're playing the sec you know where uh schools have gotten better and and schools can repeat but dustin here says they can they can repeat um that's true. he said they can but he don't think they will yeah yeah i mean you know bama is still loaded yes and and bryce young is still around and then you have OSU is loaded. Yes, that's true. Clemson will most likely bounce back. I do agree with all that. Uh, so, yeah, it, it'll be definitely tough for Georgia to run it back. 
Yeah. And in, uh, and in college, when you lose that much on defense, I, I think it takes it just a little bit. I don't know. It takes a little bit longer than what it does like in the NFL for the right. new players to get acclimated. Right. But no, I think I think this college season is going to be fun, though, because like you said, you have them schools. And you, oh yeah, that's not and that's uh, not counting uh, Notre Dame. What they're going to do? What they're going to do? They're usually in in the mix somehow. Yeah. Uh, U.S. I think USC is going to see an improvement. It might take a year, a couple years, but with the with Lincoln Riley, yeah, Lincoln Riley going over there, I think yeah. that's going to make a big difference. So uh, I was so happy when. Uh, they made the announcement that they were hiring him as the next head coach. Because if there's one guy who could turn it around, it's him. Yes. You know, and he's not a yes man. For once, USC hired someone who can really, you know, uh revive this program. But they're gonna have to give him time and they're gonna have to let him do his thing, and I think they will, because Lincoln Rowley's not a yes man. No, and, most yeah. of his, and most of his recruits decommitted from Oklahoma yeah. and have committed to USC. So, I mean, USC is going to be really, really good. Texas A&M had, had a good recruiting class. They did. I mean, hell, so good. Nick Saban almost had a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, we heard his, his, his ridiculous comments, right? His ignorant um, – well, you know, it's not, it's not fair. They're buying players. You've been doing it for years, Dave. It's all yeah, about yeah. So, I mean, you know, his remarks was uh, hypocritical. You know, and you know, how, how dare you call out another university uh, <clears throat> for doing something basically doing basically the same thing you did? Yeah, so this, but now yeah. it's legal, right? <laughs> It's legal for them to oh, do Oh, he's just mad because he doesn't have he didn't have the top recruiting class. That's all. Yeah, that's what yeah, that's all it was. That's all it is. But it's gonna make it harder for these coaches to it's gonna make it harder for like say Alabama, for example, and even like Georgia, some of these top schools to have to have four or five star like six, six to be six deep with four or five star players at every position. Yeah. Because now some of these players will, will go to other colleges because they can make some money and 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 get and get a chance to play still. So, I think I think in four to five years you're really going to see uh, some some other teams competing than just the same old three or four or old four or five as all the time. Right. Yeah, it's going to be more competitive. It, it like you said, it opens the competitive. It opens the competitive field and you know gives uh, other colleges and teams an opportunity. To compete, you know, so it's it's gone. College football is, is is always fun to watch. A lot of people prefer the NFL because they say it's not as many teams like it is in college. You know, you got a lot of conferences, but pretty soon the way we're seeing all this realignment, there's only going to be two conferences, two major conferences. Yeah, that's the way way it's definitely looking. Yep. Big Ten needs to change their name. They're up to 16 schools now. Big, well, 16. Big 20, maybe. You yeah. could get four more. You never know. Oh, no. It wouldn't surprise me. 
I just, I, you know, when you think about the logistics and, you know, um, teams having to adapt to playing in colder climate, and, and it's just, it, it's a lot, you know, with these changes. It, it's it's going to be a lot for, for most of these kids, you know, having to play in different environments, having to face different teams, you know. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I I agree with what Dustin just said. I think that's what we're headed toward, whether that there's not going to be no conferences. I think that's what we're that what college football is heading toward. Uh, I'd like to see it just stay the two big super conferences like they're getting to now, but I think eventually within the next few years there isn't going to be no conferences. What is there going to be divisions? No, they'll just basically make the schedules and play which colleges they want to play. And I just, I think the conferences are going to start just, you see them, they're starting to, they're breaking up now and you're only going, you're going to get to the two and then your small, all your smaller schools are basically, then you're not, are not powerhouses are going to get left out. It's a lot of process. It's going to be, it's, a it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. It, it really is. I'm 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 anxious to see how it is five years from now. Well, Damien, I can't wait to see Deion Sanders shut Nick Saban ass up. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and then that's another thing. Then he was so disrespectful to Deion Sanders. You know, the same guy that helped you make money. Well, not just Deion. Commercial with him. Well, not just Dion, uh, Fisher, too. I mean, Fisher yeah. has been on your coaching staff. Yep. And, and you straight call him out. Jimbo, Jimbo Fisher humiliates him. And, you know, I, I mean, you have to understand why Jimbo Fisher was furious and why he fired back the way he did. You know, because, I mean, that was just a very classless move. By Nick Saban, you know, it makes you look like a narcissist. Narcissist, you know. Yeah, it, it really does. Then in the NFL today, the 49ers give Jimmy G permission to seek a trade. Uh, I think 49ers are making a mistake here. Uh, <laughs> I don't see. I, I mean, they haven't showed us anything telling us that Trey Lance is ready. They must believe that, but I just don't understand it. You look at the 49ers record when Jimmy G plays and the 49ers record when he hasn't played. When they when he plays, they win. I mean, I think he I think he he gets shit on so much by people. I don't understand why. He's he's not a terrible quarterback. Now, is he a great quarterback? No. No. But is he a guy that you can win with? I mean, yes, he's he's took. I mean, he's been this took the 49ers to a Super Bowl that they should have won. Got him to the NFC Championship game last year. Was right there in that game. So you know, what I mean, he's getting you where you want to be. You just haven't been able to get that win. And if it wasn't for a a phantom pass interference call, offensive pass interference call on George Kittle in that Super Bowl. Jimmy G might might have had a Super Bowl ring that year, starting for the 49ers. That was a terrible 
offensive passing interference call right at right before the half. Uh, so I think they're making a mistake letting them go, especially. I don't. I don't know. I'm just not. I'm not sold on Lance. I thought. I thought they moved up and over uh, overdrafted him myself. Um. Uh, but oh, I and I and I. Hey, I'd be happy with. I'd be happy with that. Uh, Dustin, you send Jimmy G to Indy. I'd be happy with that. But uh, I don't know. To me, I just. I think the 49ers are making a mistake. Well, you know, obviously they're willing to move on from Jimmy G. Is it a mistake? It could be a mistake. Could it be a blessing in disguise down the road? Maybe it could. We don't know, you know. Uh, But Jimmy G uh, has shown that he can help guide teams to uh, wins, given the circumstances. Um, We've seen it. You know, to me, he's more of the game-managing type quarterback. He does enough to help his team get by, you know. Uh, but a quarterback is better than no quarterback. And, you know, you're going to need someone to play quarterback. Who who are you Who are you turning to for your quarterback? Is, is, it, is, it, is it Lance? Is it Trey Lance? Or are you going to you know, look on the market for another quarterback. What, 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 what's your plan? That's what I want to know from the 49ers. What is your plan moving forward? If you're going to give up on Jimmy G, are you, are you willing, you know, to finally give Trey Lance a shot? You know, you drafted him with, with your top pick, your number two overall pick in the draft. So are, is this his era? Is this his chance to finally shine? Do you have that much confidence in him that he can be that guy? Is that why you're willing to suddenly trade Jimmy G? I mean, that's the only reason I I would think they're oh yeah, that's that's the way they're going. Is I believe with Lance as a starter, and I'm not saying Lance won't be good. I just we we haven't seen enough of him because you didn't get to see him play much in college. Uh, Dustin. Hey, he he thinks Lance is gonna be or he thinks Lance is the real deal. I'm not saying he's not the real deal. It's just oh, we have to see more. And I hey, they I'm, they get to see him all the time, so they must think he's ready. Because Shanahan, if it don't this don't work, Shanahan and Lynch are gonna be in on the hot seat. If you know what I mean, if this backfires on him, so yeah. you have to think that they they've seen enough where they really think that uh, that he's ready, or they wouldn't have made this move because you make this move. And you go the other way, then both both of you could be sitting in the hot seat. Yeah, they they obviously think he's ready if they're willing to suddenly move on from Jimmy G. I, I, I'm. It'd be interesting to see how it works out. I'm interested in, interested in seeing where Jimmy G ends up. Um, I don't. I, I wouldn't be mad if he went to the Colts. I just don't think it, it, it'll probably happen because I don't see the Colts trading for him. Uh, this year, since they already uh, brought in uh, Matt base, Ryan, Jimmy G has a base salary of twenty four point two million this season. Yeah, he says that he'll make a, a lethal uh, trifecta with Debo and Mitchell. Yeah, if they hopefully they can get Debo to stay. It sounds like from what I, I was hearing, everybody thought he was going to get he was going. Uh, be getting a big contract. I think he might have finally uh, agreed to stay in San Francisco. 
That'd be big for the 49ers. Because, I mean, he was, their, he, he was their offense last year. You, Debo? Yeah. Debo was everything for the 49ers last season. He was their quarterback. He was their running back. He was their special teams guy. He was their running back, their wide receiver. He was everything. Yeah, Damien, I could see maybe the Seahawks get trying to get Jimmy G. Um, I'm surprised they – I was surprised they went more in the, mar, in the Baker Mayfield market as well. The uh, Browns are in talks, I, I heard. Yeah, I heard that too. I uh, also heard the Browns was in talks for uh, uh, maybe Cam Newton. Uh, you know, it's it seems like it's been a tumultuous offseason for him already, though. So, you know, there's just a lot of talks about them moving him and finally uh, moving on from him. But we'll see. We'll see what we'll see what happened. Uh, I'm guess I'm guessing that they will, you know, move him at some point to make way for their second year quarterback, Trey Lance. You know, I mean, at least that's what they're they're hinting. You know, that's I mean, Justin said Debo agreed to stay if they go with Lance. Okay, okay, so maybe they're trying to, you know, keep their best player happy. You know. Um, they're doing. They're 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 deciding that they're gonna move on from Jimmy G to appease their top player, which is understandable because losing Debo is like losing your whole team. Yeah. Well, they've been talking about trading Garoppolo and stuff, and I think the only reason that they waited this long is because teams were wanting to wait till he was cleared. Now he's cleared to practice and everything from from having that uh, shoulder surgery. So I, I think that's what they were waiting on was, was for him being cleared and being a, and have a clear yeah. bill of health. So waiting then they'd be able easier to be, waiting for him to be fully healthy. Yeah, I can, I can get the 49ers will be able to get the proper value for him uh, that they are looking yeah. for in the deal. So, so yeah. Uh. Let's talk a little bit of uh, basketball real quick. James Harden uh, signs a deal with the 76ers. Uh, basically a one-year deal. They're calling it a two-year deal, but it's basically a one-year deal with a player option for the other year. Uh, guaranteed, he's going to make guaranteed, what, $33 million this year? Uh, took a pay cut. He said he's won, he wanted to win. Said he wanted to win. So we'll see, so we'll see if this is a new James Harden. <laughs> All, all of a sudden, he cares cares about winning. Uh, I uh, we'll see. I mean, I guess from the talks, the Sixers told him they're expecting to come show up in shape and and stuff. So we'll I see show up in shape shape now as well. I mean, because it seems like reality has finally set in that he knows that his career is slowly and. Surely coming to an end, so now might be his final chance at possibly winning a championship. I think he realizes that. I think he 
you know, is starving even more for a championship now, you know, because he knows that this can be his last chance. So he was willing to, you know, sacrifice millions of dollars to stay on a team that is built as a playoff contender. I'm not so sure if they're a championship team not being in the same conference where you have to play against a Milwaukee Bucks team, against a Miami Heat team, you know. Boston Celtics team. Against a great Boston Celtics team. You have other East teams, Eastern teams standing in your way. So it won't be very easy. And especially when you have Doc Rivers coaching the team. I just... I'm not a fan of Doc Rivers because Doc Rivers has shown us time and time again that he can get a team there, but he can't. But his teams can never come through in the playoffs. His teams always find a way to blow it. They collapse in in the big moments, and we've oh. seen that with him. We've seen him lead teams into the playoffs, and when they get to the playoffs. They take a commanding lead in the series. They go up three games to one. And then they blow it. They let the team, they let the opposing team get back in the series. And that team ends up taking the series from them. We've seen that time and time again. So I'm not, I'm not sold on Doc Rivers as their head coach. But I will applaud James Harden for taking less money because he says he wants to win now. And now, you, and now we got to see if the, the Sixers can use that money and pick up pick up somebody that's going to help him and Embiid to get that team to the next level. I was surprised that the Sixers didn't fire uh, Rivers after this season. I really thought Rivers would be gone and uh, well, they were going to hire uh, Dan Tony with uh, Maury being the GM. Oh no! I'm not saying it's a better hire, but with Maury being the GM, he that Maury loves James Harden and he loves some Dan Tony, so I thought he was, they were going he was going to go in that direction. So I was surprised that Rivers didn't get fired then. Uh, but Damien, but Damien, to answer your question uh, here is, yeah, it says it's a 69 million deal, but it's really on all that's guaranteed is the 33 million that he's going to get paid this year. So instead of getting paid $46 million this year, he's taking $33 million this year. So, so that's what, a $13 million pay cut? And then he has the option for next year where he'd make like another $33 million or what, so, or $35 million, whatever it is. So all, but all they're guar- that's guaranteed is a $33 million this year. So that's how the 76 were saved money. They saved, uh, what, yeah. And they he saved- helped them save money. Yep. And it, but it's, like I said, it's going to be interesting to see what kind of pieces they add to try to get to that next level. Because uh, I, I think, like I said, I think if Harden plays well, I still think, I mean, they're a playoff team. But even with Harden, even if he was to get the – you're not going to get the Harden that was in Houston. He's just not that same guy. No, no, so about that before so when you get – well, I think his cap is now, why his ceiling is now, if he plays to that, 
I think I think you're a solid playoff team, but I still don't. I don't think they're a, a championship contender. Uh, not without adding at least one more piece. No, not in that Eastern Conference when you have three teams above you just better than you. And we named those three teams. And it's looking more and more like the Lakers might be stuck with Westbrook. <laughs> yeah. Well, we knew that once he took once he, you know, decided to pick up his option. We we kind of had that feeling that the Lakers would be stuck with Russell Westbrook going into next season. You know, but I don't think I think it's gonna be another down year for the Lakers. I think it's gonna be another disaster once again. You think they're going to do- all over again? It's gonna be a repeat of that last season. You think they're gonna do kind of like what Houston did with John Mall, just pay pay him to sit stay away? I can see that happening because uh, I I think there's a disconnect. You know, he has disconnected himself from the team, it seems. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I guess him and – I don't see it working. I I don't see it working. I guess guess Westbrook and the coach have been having – Good meetings is why everybody is why all the reports are coming out, but yeah, I don't see it working. I didn't think it was a good move when they made the move, right? Well, I try to stay hopeful, but I agree, Dustin. I think that's what happened last season. There's there, you know, all hope is lost. Yeah, I agree with Dustin. If they want to turn that team around, they're going they would have to trade James and AD. I say just. I say just burn down the house and start over. Start completely over. Yeah, they they you just know? yeah, man. And it was partly LeBron's fault. It's partly LeBron's fault because he was the one that wanted to right. Westbrook. Get some young talent and develop. And if they would have added the other players they were talking about adding instead of Westbrook. Man, that team. I think that team would have been. They. I think they'd be yeah. in a lot better shape. Like Buddy Hill or somebody like that. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's tough to be a Laker fan right now, too. You know, and, and part of that is because, look, we're spoiled. We're, you know, we're a spoiled fan base. We've had our fair share of championship wins. You know, we've been called title town for winning championships. And, you know, winning never gets old. It just never gets old. But then lately the Lakers have been, you know, a bottom feeder and they just haven't played consistent basketball, even with the players they have on the team, you know? So it's just tough to be a Laker fan. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, the Lebr- LeBron era hasn't worked out. I don't no. think how they thought. Yeah. He did, no. you did get a championship out of it. <clears throat> They're uh, in the bubble. I'm not take. I'm not going to take. Some people try to say it counts less. I'm not going to try to take nothing away from that. You got a championship, but then you, then you set, break up your team and decide to go with Westbrook, and it just didn't make a lot. Yeah, it just didn't make no sense. Alex Caruso. You could have kept Alex Caruso. You could have traded for Buddy Hill. You know, and you're in a and lot better shape, and you could still have money to spend. But and now you're stuck with the you're stuck with the Westbrook contract that nobody will take. So 
Yeah. You got what is it like forty seven? Yeah, forty seven million that he makes this year. Yep. Not a big bull if you tell him not to come. Right. You know what I mean? You're paying a guy almost fifty million to sit at home. But when he's on, when he's on the team and on the court, him and LeBron just their, their styles don't match together. Mm-hmm. And you, then you got Anthony Davis that can't stay healthy. LeBron's been having some trouble staying healthy here. Yep. The last couple of years. So I just yeah I, I think they're going to be in trouble. Dustin says LeBron James uh, will never win another title. Uh, I don't think he will either. Uh, I just you don't think, he, think he's getting number five. I don't think he's gonna get number five. I just he start he start he he lasted so long without getting any in, injuries, and then now yeah. I think it's not it's the wear and tear on his body starting to catch up with him some. Yeah, he's gonna start. It's gonna be seeing him play full seasons is gonna be rare now. I think you know what I mean. I think he's gonna have to tone down some of his minutes if he wants to be able to to be to have anything left in the playoffs. And unfortunately, on the team he's on, if he t- if he he can't do that right now because he has to do everything just for them to to have a chance. Right. I de- if he does win another title, I don't think it'll be in with the Lakers. Oh no, sure, no, it, it definitely won't be with the Lakers. Because I can see this. Probably, being- this probably has made it clear uh, that he wants to play with his son when his son. Yeah. Does enter the league, so no, I don't see it happening with the Lakers. I think it'll be a while before the Lakers win another championship. I think this could be the last season that LeBron's in in LA. Yeah, but you know, you got your people that that believe he's not going anywhere. They say that he will stay here because he wants to be in LA because of his you know aspirations after basketball, but. You can still have aspirations and play for another team and still live in LA. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, because if 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 LeBron's not in LA and wants to get to LA, he can get to LA anytime he wants. Oh yeah, he's a billionaire, absolutely. Make a phone call and have a have a freaking jet ready. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, they. I just don't. I think he'll. I th- I think he's going to end up back in Cleveland. That's that's my that's that's my uh, thought as well. I really I really think he's going to end up back in Cleveland as well. I can see him maybe closing his career out there, close to home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's definitely going back to Cleveland. He's going to do what Albert Pujols did. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yep. I, hey, I wouldn't be surprised. Do you do you watch much golf? Some of it. I usually watch the the major events, but I didn't watch the British Open at all. But I did read up on it a little bit. Yeah, I watched some of it, but uh, today tell they me, had. Tell me about it. Well, today we had three more players that uh, left the PGA to go to that Live Golf. Oh yeah. Well, they're saying they yeah. can make more money over there. PGA is going. It's going to force PG. It's going to be interesting to see what the PGA does because they're losing more and more, and eventually, I, they're going. I think they're going to have to loosen up on their band of players because they're going to. It's going to cost them 
because they're losing too many of the players that people know. Yep. Yeah, they're they're losing uh they're losing big name players, high profile players, you know. Yeah, I mean like today they lost uh Henrik Stenson, um uh, Kopak or Kokrak, I mean, uh how to third. Man. I mean, they're all players that have, have wins in the PGA. But That's I mean crazy. Dude, dude, I mean, hell, four million for first place and like four uh one hundred eighty thousand for last place. Like, I'd go over there too. <laughs> hell yeah! You show up to the golf course no matter. You show up to the golf course knowing no matter what, I'm making one hundred eighty grand a day. Like, sign me up. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, yeah, I understand it, but I think they're, and I know what they have. Uh, some of the players, the final thing with the the Supreme Court or whatever about it, about it, and they're investigating. But that PGA says they don't think they violated any antitrust laws or anything. But I, th- I think eventually it, they're going to loosen it up and let them players back in if they want to play, uh, because it's it's what's going to be best for the league, right? Uh, and I'm a firm believer that competition makes makes you better. Right. So I, I think I think in the long run this could be a good thing because it's going to make PGA pay their players better. It's going to make PGA do try different things and, and stuff because now you have competition that people can go that people could go start watching. Mm-hmm. When you don't have that competition, you can get complacent. Right. Oh yeah, I totally agree with you. I don't know if you're a pro wrestling fan, but just like in pro wrestling, when W. Vince bought WCWO. It changed wrestling because there wasn't no competition. Right. And I remember that because I used to be into wrestling, you know, and it makes things more competitive. And that's what this is about. You know, that that's what life's about. Is it's all competition. You know? It's yeah. All competition. So in the in the long run, I think that uh I think they'll end up getting where them players will be able to play both uh and everything. But yeah, um, I don't know. I think PGA, if they're smart, they'll start letting these players play because you don't you don't want to lose too many of your stars because then you could really put yourself in a bad situation. Right, right. And if you lose your stars, you're in trouble. You need your stars because they they are they are the driving force. Well, especially right now because your biggest star, Tiger, isn't playing much anymore. Right, and he's the face of golf. We all know that. You know, he's the magnetic. He's the magnetic figure. You know, oh, even yeah. though he's not as relevant as he used to be, or even though he doesn't dominate golf like he used to, he is still the magnetic figure in golf because of his name. He's Tiger Woods because of what he has done in the past. You know, uh, because of his sheer greatness, you know, that will never elude him. You know, we will always, we will always honor his legacy, you know, because that's who Tiger is. But we know that he is not the same Tiger Woods that he once was, but we still consider him to be the face of golf. Oh, yeah. He, there's a lot of people. He's the whole reason they ever started watching golf. 
Right. I watch golf quite a bit, especially the majors. But I like what, if if they're especially like Sunday afternoon. If, uh, say like the games don't come on till the evening time. I'll watch uh-huh. golf during the day. Yeah, a lot. But I love watching the majors. Uh, I was I was ups- not upset. I was was hoping Tiger would at least make the cut. Get to see him play on the weekend. That didn't, he just got off to a terrible start on Thursday. He just I, I th- he's trying to come back too soon. I think I wish he we waited till maybe like next year and, and then make your comeback. Let that leg get, get healed up all as much as it can. Because mm-hmm. uh, but you can see it, it it bothers him trying to walk the courses, and that yeah. might be something that always bothers him. I mean, yeah, since the accident, he's limping. You know, you can see that limp. Uh, he. I mean, he almost lost his leg in that horrific oh, yeah. car accident. You know, no, just for him to be back at the level he's at is is amazing. It's amazing, yeah, it really is. I'd love to see him at least get one more major. I would, but yeah, I don't know. I don't see that happening at this at this point. At least not right now. Oh no, I think it might happen next year. Maybe he gets some more time, get that leg a little. Because there's times, man, that he's looked real good. This year, but he just ain't been able to put together for four days in a row yet. Right. But I'll tell you what, you better watch out for his son. His son Charlie. is coming, and his son's going to be good. Yeah. I've watched some, I've seen some of the video the of his son playing, dude. Oh, little Charlie can play. Maybe he'll be the next face of golf. It could be. It wouldn't surprise me because seeing him play as a kid is like, man, this is he better than I would, I'll ever be at golf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't very – I like playing golf, but I wasn't real good at it. It's hard to hit that damn ball where you want to. I can yeah. hit it, but I, I never know where it's going to go. It might go. I've never, honestly, I've never played golf. I would like to. It's one of the hardest sports I've ever tried. But like I said, it's hard, it's, it's hard to get that ball to go where you want it to go. Right. If your swing, if anything's off on the timing of your swing, that ball's either going left or right. It's just mm-hmm. everything has everything has to be in rhythm. So it's it's fun, but it's it's a strategy game. Yep. You know. Well, was there anything we didn't talk about that you wanted to talk about? I think we got it all down oh. tonight, man. Oh, Daniel Jones signed a three-year deal. Did you hear about that? Daniel Jones? Yeah. No. He signed a three-year deal with the American Cornhole League. He's a professional cornhole player now. Oh, what? That's why I didn't hear about it. I guess he was tearing it up. He was tearing it up this summer during in the minors. So uh, the American Cornhole League signed him to a three-year deal. Well, sometimes we have other things that we like, too. I guess we pick up a hobby and we get good at it and we want to continue on with it. He became professional. Good. I guess, good for him. I guess if, the, if his uh, NFL career don't work out, at least he, he has a backup plan. Yeah. He has a backup plan. That's plan B for him right I'll there. Tell you why that hole's big, man. It's all you see it on ESPN all the, all the damn time anymore. I don't, that's one sport I can't get into. I played it at my fiance's family's house. Cause they have, they have the boards for it. Yeah, we played at like cookouts and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. so we played it in the street, and, and it was fun. It's a Let good cookout game. It's a great cookout game because you only need one hand. You can have a beer in the other right, hand. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's fun to play, but to watch it, I don't think I could do that. I think um, 
you're torturing yourself if you, you know, are willing to sit through that, you know. But I know there's people out there that like. Yeah, you know, I can't. I I wouldn't sit and watch it, but but I'm also the type of person that I'll sit and watch uh, Texas Hold'em poker. I watch the World Series of Poker almost oh, every year. I love I watching. Watch that, no. I love watching it. But the cornhole, I just I like playing it, but I couldn't. I can't get into watching it on TV. Right. But yeah, no, I didn't hear about too much, too many sports reports today. Because honestly, you know, I just didn't really pay attention to the laptop. I wasn't on the computer really today. You know, I wasn't really, you know, uh, checking out the news in, in the sports world. More or less of me, you know, stepping away from sports for one day because I know baseball's coming back tomorrow. You know, but uh, I, I've been, you know, kind of tuning into some stuff towards the, the night. And I've been reading on the athletic and stuff this evening, but I haven't done too much reading or research today on sports. Not like I usually do. And usually for me, as you know, that's an everyday thing. Yeah, I haven't done I didn't watch as much today either as I usually do. But for one, there wasn't a whole lot on. And right. Two, I was I had some other things I needed to get done working on show wise that didn't involve being on the computer and on and stuff like that or so i've been working on getting well, some stuff set up for next week and trying to get uh get it set up so we can uh, do a couple we might be doing a couple shows live from uh, the casino okay cool 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 i was working on a lot of the paperwork and stuff trying to get that stuff set up nice I didn't pay much attention to the tv today <laughs> i would like the podcast from a bar that would be pretty cool yeah we're going to be at a fair on Saturday. So uh, podcasting? Well, yeah. We're, well, we're going to be uh, live streaming a pro wrestling show. Okay, doing cool, li- cool. Doing live commentary. Cool. That's awesome. Then we do that. I mean, we have, what was it? Three, three weekends out of, the, out of July, we've been at uh, wrestling shows. And we That's already got awesome. like, our, I don't know, we already got two or three scheduled for next month as well. That's some staying busy stuff. Staying busy. We've been doing hell. We've been doing. We've even went done a couple car shows. We done a car show a couple weekends ago. That went. That they want us back, so we'll probably and we might be might be doing a demolition derby here coming up soon. Oh what? I had a lady contact me about that. So yeah, we'll come do it. You're gonna be a busy man. Yeah, we'll come do we'll come do a demolition derby. Be <laughs> well, I'm excited for baseball tomorrow, even though my Reds don't play till Friday. Oh yeah, but you have the Yankees and Astros and doubleheader tomorrow. I'll be that should be a good good to watch. And you have Dodgers it's and Giants. To see the Astros and the Yankees go at it, and then the Dodgers and the Giants. That's yep. going to be fun. They close series. it out tomorrow night. Yep. six games tomorrow. Oh, I'll be watching. And then, Friday, and then Friday comes back with the full slate. Of I got somewhere to go tomorrow afternoon, so I won't see all the games, but I'll I'll see the Dodger game in the evening. Yeah, I'll be well, I'll be watching the uh, first Yankee game. It starts like at one 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 o'clock my time. 
So oh, I'll be yeah, watching. See, I might, I might be. I, I think I'm gonna be out somewhere at that time, so I might miss that one. Somebody, I'll watch it while I'm do, while we're doing the uh, afternoon show. Okay. Or is that ten o'clock my time? Yeah, it'd be ten o'clock your time. Okay, I might catch that one, but if it's like one my time, I. I I, I might be gone. I, I think the seven the second game starts at seven our time, so it'd be like at four o'clock your time. I might be. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know. I, I know I got something planned tomorrow. That I got <laughs> to do some stuff tomorrow, and then I'll be, I'll be, I'll definitely be back for the Dodger game though. Uh, you gonna be on the afternoon show tomorrow? I I'll try to make it. I got a busy hectic. <laughs> so so we'll see. I'll let you know. I'll, I'll, let you, I'll probably let you know by the morning what my schedule is looking like. He said, Eddie, dang, I gotta watch the re I gotta catch the replay. Oh, the show. What's yeah, up, Eddie? What's up, Eddie? Yeah, bro. Thanks. For, hey, wait, we appreciate you joining. Thanks for going. We appreciate you going back and watching the replay as well. Uh Oh, I was gonna ask you, Jonathan. I saw earlier you were watching the, our show from earlier this week. What'd you think of it? I thought it was really, really good. You know, I watch people think it's weird that I watch myself. Um, the reason I do that, and the reason I watch shows over and over for one, I like to listen to the show in its entirety because I, I want to see how we sounded, uh, yeah. how our co host did, and then sometimes by re watching the show. Um, I share it. I, I, I share the content with other people so they know who the hosts are, uh, you know, and they'll get more familiar with the show if they haven't seen it. Yeah. I also like to rewatch the show because I want to see what I can do better as a podcaster because I never rest on my loyals. I'm not the type that, that uh, rest on my loyals. I continue to put in the work and, and see what I can do to get better. Because there's always room for improvement. You know, you can always grow in this business. And you're never good enough. You're never, you're never, ever good enough. So you can always do better. And and that's what I'm always looking for in my content. I'm always looking for ways to be better. And I know I can be better um, on, on Friday show, when we come back on Friday. Yeah. I know I can be better than I was today. Yeah, you can't, well, if you don't know why you're... Well, you need to improve on. You can't improve. That's why I've always looked at. Right. But I mean, I do the same thing. I watch. I try to watch as much back as I can. Oh yeah. I, I haven't watched the last show completely. I watched some of it. And I, what I watched, I thought was I really enjoyed. I thought it was real good. But I haven't got to watch all of it back yet. But I do the same with my articles too. I I read them. Yeah. I read them. Sometimes I read them over and over and over and over again just to look for errors or to see what I can do better. Oh yeah, that's the only way you can improve. Right. Can't, can't get complacent. No. No, and you but, can't you can't especially in this business either. Right. And you you can't have fear either because there's that's the problem too in this business. A lot of people are afraid to stare into a camera and and talk. Just talk, just be yourself. Just do the show, do you know, be the best that you can be. You know, and what I'm learning each day is that not everyone's going to like you, no matter what, yeah. you know? So, I mean, you could try to make the show as perfect. And see, that was that, that was another problem with me. I always try to be a perfectionist. And, you know, nothing is ever perfect. You know, and you can't always 
you know, be perfect all the time. And you're not going to be perfect. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to say words wrong. You're going to utter words wrong. You know, you, 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 you're going to say the wrong thing sometimes, you know, but you can't let that hold you back. You got to keep pushing to get better. And if you, if you're going to be, if you're going to have fear, uh, that's going to hold you back. You know, and I used to have fear during these shows. I, I used to put them off because I was so scared to do them. Well, but you, now, can't, yeah. you can't be scared. You got to have confidence in yourself. You got to know your limitations and you got to realize that you are capable of doing anything you want to do in life. If you just put your mind to it and if you continue to work, don't worry about the negative opinions of others. They don't define your character. You define who you are as a person and who you want to be. And 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 the better off you understand that, the better off you'll be. Yep. Uh, I remember when we, I first started this, it was a little bit, it, it was weird hearing yourself in the headphones and right. seeing yourself on there. But now, hell, there's a lot of times I get to talking and I forget that, we're, that I'm even live. It's just just having a conversation. Yeah. And, and sometimes you got to pretend like the camera's not on because – you know, I, I I feel as if when you're not on camera, you're 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 different, right? When you talk, because yes, you're trying to say relax. Yeah, you're you're more relaxed when you're not on camera because you know you don't have to sound a certain way. You know, you could just okay, I'm 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 good. I'm you know, you could just have a regular conversation as if you're in high school or at the doctor's office or maybe in a grocery store or maybe just talking to your buddy in the driveway or your neighbor or something. Uh, but when you get in front of that camera, you kind of have that stage fright or you kind of tense up a bit and you don't feel like yourself because you're trying too hard to please other people. See, that's the, that's the thing. You're trying so hard to please everybody else and sound so perfect for that person. But just don't do that. Just be yourself. Uh, thanks, Eddie. Eddie says y'all make a good team. Thanks, Eddie. These episodes flow super smooth. What wise words? Oh yeah, I think I think we make a good team too. I think since we've been doing these episodes together, it's been going good. And yeah, uh, I, I enjoy it. That's why I always hey, are you coming on? Because I, I enjoy I enjoy having you on. I, think I enjoy have, being with you. It's a lot of fun. So I think we have some good conversations. So I'll, I'll, I look forward to it. I know uh, be looking toward uh, Friday night. Also, the key with podcasting too is preparation. You can never do enough preparation. Nope. The more preparation you do, the smoother the show will be, and the better you will sound because you want to know what you're talking about. And you could write yeah. down another thing I've learned. You could write down all the notes and topics that you can think of. Right. And you and you go, you'll have like two pages of stuff, and you'll go through it a lot faster than what you think. And you're like, oh well, now what the hell are we gonna talk about now? <laughs> yeah, like, that too. And then you gotta, sometimes you write you things make sure down you, that you want to say, yeah. but you forget to say them, you know, because you were you was talking about the topic, yeah, but you said something totally different that you didn't write down. So that happens too. Yep. You know. But it's a lot of fun, you know. You, 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 you gotta put a lot into it. Oh yeah, I, I enjoy it. I, into it. I enjoy the grind of getting ready for every day, but also like, I've made a lot of new uh, 
met a lot of new people and made some new friends by do, by doing the podcasting. So that's, I'm here, like for instance, you as yeah. my new friend. It's a so lot of you can meet a lot of new people by doing it as well. That's another another positive. You can. And and the whole goal of me doing this is because one, I have a passion for it. Two, this is what I want to do for a career. But more importantly, what I want people to realize is that all the sports fans that's watching this, I do this for you. I do this for the sports fan. I like to interact and engage with the sports fan. So I do yeah. this for the sports fan, and it's always a pleasure to be able to use my gift and my sports knowledge and my voice to share with all of you. Yeah, that, well, that's why it's so awesome when when people are in the uh, in the chat making comments. Right. I, I love I love when we we're getting feedback and and and, and stuff. Every, you know people are... Don't only embrace the positive comments. Embrace yep, the negative. All of them. Yep. Because the negative comments that could be used for motivation. Yep. Not only can it be used for motivation, it can even help you get better with constructive criticism. And it can it can help you become a better podcaster yourself. So sometimes the trolling and the negative comments sometimes you need it. You are, need, are good you need some of that stuff. Right. right. You need some of that stuff. And sometimes that stuff humbles you as well. Yep. So yep. You know, hey, everybody can start feeling themselves sometimes. Sometimes you right, need right. Right, and sometimes you knock on that head and be like, yeah. "Oh, you take a step yeah. back." It humbles <laughs> you, and sometimes the negative comments too, um, means you're doing something right. Because if if people are gonna use their energy and their time to comment, that means they're paying attention to you. Yep. Exactly, Eddie. You don't. That's how that's in when I was growing up wrestling, that's what we always said you don't lose, you learn, right? Because if you do lose a match, there's something you can learn out of that that you can use to make yourself better. Just like if you have if you have a bad show and you or you think after all that was terrible, or you're getting some comments telling you you're terrible, well, learn from that and, and then you'll get better, yeah. And I used to be sensitive, sensitive to all that stuff, I used to be sensitive to trolling. Uh, but I've learned to not only block it out, but listen to it too. But don't take it personal. Yeah, that's the thing in this. You can't take right. it personal. You take it personal, you'll let it eat you up. Right, and that's what I used to do. I used to let it consume me. I used to take it personal. You know, now I just let it roll off my back like a duck does in the pond. You know, and just move on with my day, and I continue to do what I love to do. Just have fun with it. Yep. If you're and having fun, if you're having fun, you're you're going to be in a better mood. You're going to. Everything's going to be better. And then, I got a great, and then I got a great support system with all you guys, too, as well. So it balances itself out. Well, that's what I was telling Rob earlier. So I love it because I met all you all you guys on this ASAP. Well, and, and even I'm, I'm home alone. Right. I'm home alone a lot. You know what I mean? Because right. my situation, she, and she's gone at work. So it's the way right. for I have people to talk to and. And stuff, so it's always it's always a good always time, and yeah, even the people in the comment section, yeah, even the people in the comment section, like Eddie, for instance, you know, it's always nice to be able to engage with the sports fan, you know. Yeah, Eddie, Damien's always, uh, Damien's I appreciate always Damien all the support he gives us. 
It's yeah. whether it's ASAP or not, you always see him in the comments. And you know, and that's what we gotta realize too, Chris. They don't have to do that, you know. Yeah. They don't have to take the time out of their night to listen to us, but they choose to because they like our content, they like what we're producing, and 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 I I thank them for that. I really appreciate yep. everyone that takes the time out of their night to watch because we're here to do our best to entertain and 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 share our thoughts about sports. So thank you guys so much. That's humbling. Oh yeah, it is. I, that's what I always say. Hey, if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for the fans, we, we, no nobody problem. would be doing what we do. Right. You know what I mean? If it wasn't nobody to listen, listen to us. Right. Wouldn't be no reason to do it. Same, same, same for me and my education job. You know, if there was no students there, I wouldn't have a job. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Well, before we get out of here, you have any anything else? Any final thoughts or anything? <laughs> Tonight's graphic tea. Since I'm a graphic tea guy, I'm gonna show <laughs> off my other graphic tea. It is Star Wars, and it's Dark Vader, as you guys can see. But it's the pop, the Funko Pop of Dark Vader. Okay. And it says, "I'm your father. <laughs> I am your father." I'm wearing a pro. I'm actually wearing a pro wrestling shirt. Oh, nice. Jordan James. Oh, nice, nice. I saw Jordan at the top, and I was wondering if it was Michael Jordan. No, Jordan but I James. Is you a, said you hated Michael Jordan, so I was like, no, he wouldn't wear him. He he's an uh, independent uh, independent wrestler here in Indiana. He's, oh, nice. Uh, he's, a, he's on a lot of the shows that we've uh, live streamed. Nice. And uh, I got one of his. I got one of his shirts to help support him because he's one of the one of my favorites. Okay, cool. And he awesome. and he support he supported he supported us a bunch like okay he yeah. wears our shirt he, he's wore our shirt out to the ring I think like four or five different times returning a favor that's a stuff. nice so I was like yep so, cool. so I, wear, I got his shirt and I wear it on the show sometimes show my support for him yeah all right but uh yeah well I guess that that's all for tonight and we will see you guys uh Friday 11 p.m. Eastern. Tomorrow, I'll be starting the sports betting show back up since baseball is starting back up. So tomorrow at 3 p.m., be live with the uh, Easy Money and Sports Betting Show. You can find that uh, at Gonzo Sports Room or at the uh, ASAP Sports Network. And then we'll be 1 o'clock, I'm live on the ASAP Sports Network. So you'll be able to find me a lot of places uh, tomorrow. You can find Jonathan all over the ASAP Sports Network as, as well. Well, and you too. Yep. And you can find, find you can find Jonathan on Gonzo Sports Room on Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. <laughs> and you can find me on uh, my fan page on on uh, yep. Facebook as well, the Sports Judge. And if you like pro wrestling, go check out uh, the Gonzo Sports Room YouTube page. We have like, I think we're up to twenty five events that we've uh, live streamed and done live commentary for. Uh, WWE Hall of Famer Rikishi's on one of the shows. Uh, the Rock and Roll Express is on one of the shows. Uh, the Pope Elijah Burke. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. Oh, Epico and Primo, uh, Carlito. A lot of former WWE guys have been on some of them shows. So go check. If you're a pro wrestling fan, go check that out. Uh, I'll be at a show in the, here in like two weeks that the Pope Elijah Burke will be at. So if everything goes right, I might get an interview. Be able to get an interview with him. Last time I was able to get a picture with him and hang, and talk to him for about an hour. So that was pretty cool hanging out. That's cool. I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, if you're a pro wrestling fan, go check out that stuff. Uh, we also cover fight UFC. If it's just about any sport, I'm gonna start trying to get more into soccer so I can uh, 
start do, covering that more, especially for the sports betting, because a lot of people bet on soccer and people people comment on there about soccer games. I'm like, I'm not the guy you want to give you advice about betting on soccer. I'm sorry, but sometimes you guys gotta say, "Hey, I'm I'm not the guy you want for that." Right. Now, if you want to listen to me on baseball, uh, I do good on baseball and basketball and football, but soccer, I don't do enough to be telling somebody to bet on it. So I'm not even going to try until I learn. Even with hockey, I don't give out many hockey picks for that same reason, because I just I'm watching more hockey now than I used to. But until I get more familiar with it, it's like yeah, I shouldn't be giving people advice on what what to spend their money on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we will see you guys uh, Friday night. Hopefully, we'll see you guys tomorrow on some of the other shows. Uh, have a good night. Stay safe. All right, everyone.